It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, everybody. Welcome in back to Patriots Press Pass here on YouTube. CLNS Media back with our game picks of the week for week 14 in the NFL. Taylor, I can't believe we're already at week 14. Um, a reminder that this segment is powered by FanDuel Sportbook. Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to give you all your bonus bets. And uh, you'll get a nice little deal if you go and sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. So, like I said, week 14 around the NFL. Uh, we're going to start with the Patriots, Taylor, because it is Thursday night. And uh, the Patriots are 2-10, and 10, and they're headed to Pittsburgh to take on the 7-5 and five, uh, Steelers, who, uh, according to FanDuel, are six-point favorites. The Steelers, Patriots are six-point road underdogs. The total is a very low 30-and-a-half, one of the lowest in NFL history. Uh, everyone's talking about it. I actually, before we logged on here, did, in fact, bet the under. I'm going with the under today. Uh, I'm rooting for no points. I think it's going to be a slog. Um, so I'll give you that pick right off the top. But uh, in general, I know you've gone in-depth with it on clnsmedia.com. Uh, we've done our previews and talked about it all week. But now it is game day. So, uh, Taylor, what do you make of the Patriots in this matchup? Bailey Zappi getting his second start. Mitchell Trubisky on the other side. Two good defenses, two bad offenses. Uh, how do you see it playing out, and how do you think the Patriots can win this game? Man, <laughs> This game, this is crazy, yeah. man. I yeah. keep thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, how is this going to be fun? How is this entertainment? Um, but to be honest, one silver lining is that, you know, Bailey Zappi and Bill O'Brien agreed in the halftime of last game, hey, let's get aggressive. Yep. Because the Chargers were just loading the box and being like, I, I seriously dare you to pass. We're just going to jump everything. And uh, they tried to open things up. And I think – you know, this Pittsburgh secondary is a bit vulnerable. You know, their defensive line is kind of the big bugaboo. And especially with how the Patriots were handling the Chargers. Like, so many unblocked defenders, missed assignments. Zeke had, like, 3.1 yards per carry, but he earned every single yeah. one of those. He should have probably had, like, one. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, so, the, the I think not having Adrian Clem, obviously, he's out for health reasons, and we wish him the best. It's been really uh it's really hurt this offensive line you got billy yates bill belichick and will lying all trying to get them together and i say all that to say that this is a very dysfunctional patriots offense so maybe bailey's happy tries to sling it uh you know just gets the top of his drop and give Devontae parker a shot taekwon thornton a shot i think there's a sneaky chance that we could see points but i don't think we're gonna get to 30 yeah <laughs> I, I, I i don't i see no world the patriots defense is playing some of the best run defense of the past decade and mitchell trubisky's a quarterback like you just, I if there's points, then sure, you know that's why it's gambling. Right. But I, I don't see how you bet the over on this. All the low points and all the low numbers, like that's where you should go because this. Oh God, I get, I get bad chills thinking about. So who wins? So who wins, Taylor? Do the Patriots Ooh. pull it off, or they get to two and ten or two and eleven? Jeez. It's tough because usually you bank on Tomlin, like we've always said that. But then last week they underestimate the Cardinals. And then Tomlin says they didn't, but then players said they did. Yeah, so there's dysfunction there. And, you know, I talked to Jared Bailey, who covers the Steelers uh, for SB Nation. He was saying, like, it might be time for a fresh start. I'm like, damn, it's that wow. serious? Because they were on a winning streak, and then it's been win-lose, win-lose. 
So, I mean, it, it, it's a home game. So I'm going to say Steelers. Like, they have all the momentum right here, right now. But still, man, things are looking tough for them. So another reason that you can't really – there's just you can't expect a lot from this game. So just go yeah. in with low expectations through the prism of a parody, and I think you'll have uh, a decent time. And yeah. alcohol, if that's your if that's your thing yeah. or whatever yeah. your thing is. Have a couple <laughs> beers. Have a couple beers. Watch the Patriots Steelers. So uh, score no points. Uh, I'm with you. I think it's the Steelers. Um, I mean, six points is a lot for two teams that you know are great you think it'd be a little maybe a little closer like a field goal game but uh, at the end of the day it's just it's hard for me I say it every week I'm a broken record it's Groundhog's Day but it's hard to back the Patriots when they don't show you anything the week before like even you know they did it and they did it and they proved me wrong against Buffalo that one week but ever since then it's been you know continues to get worse and worse and worse I just can't do it so I'm going to take the Steelers minus six um, low scoring like I'm thinking 13-3 10-3 like not a lot of not a lot of points in this one. I'm going way under. Uh, so that's that's my pick. I already bet the under. So that's my my pick of the week here uh, on Thursday Night Football: Patriots versus Steelers. So uh, we're gonna move on. Let's go to the AFC East. We'll stay in it with the Texans visiting the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Texans are road favorites uh, at three and a as half they points. Be. Yes, as they should be. According to FanDuel, three and a half. The total, this one's low too, 33 and a half. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I've been watching watching the lines throughout the week before we were doing this. And uh, it opened with Texas minus five and a half, almost a six point favorite. And then uh, Zach Wilson is announced as the starter for the Jets. And the Jets grabbed two points, and now it's three and a half. So I guess it's just a boost in competency. Yeah, because like it, it was just like it was already bad, but I feel like it went down to the negatives when they benched him. So, yeah, I mean, he's back for a reason, you know. It's not like they have a lot of options. Yeah, Tim Boyle's gone. He's cut. They straight up got rid of them. Got rid of him. So it's going to be Zach Wilson. Trevor Simeon's the backup. Uh, you're right. Maybe it is. You know, they did win some games with Wilson at the helm earlier in the season, yep. and then he just sort of. Uh, unrivaled there and you know maybe rightfully so benched him but he's back in the lineup Robert Sala says that there was no animosity between the two I know there was a report that said Wilson's uh, gonna refuse to start but uh, they all said that was false I don't know where that came from but it is Zach Wilson versus CJ Stroud who uh, does lose one of his top weapons in Tank Dell I believe he's out for the season there was an ankle injury uh, if I have that correct so um, CJ Stroud still got Nico Collins still have that offense flying high with Bobby Slowick uh, the defense playing well as well under D'Amico Ryan. So 33 and a half total Texans minus three and a half. Uh, Taylor thoughts on the matchup and thoughts on who wins this one in uh, the Meadowlands. I really, I do think this is going to be tough for CJ Stroud because this is still a good Jets defense. Mm -hmm. You don't know what, how much, how in it they're going to be because of where they're at this season. Maybe Zach Wilson kind of lights a fire a bit just because they're like, all right, you know, we're resetting. We're, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They're like the Patriots where it's, you know, you can't expect a lot. It's like defenses who are playing their butts off because their offenses just are incompetent. Um, man, I'll go under. I take the under. Really? Honestly. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, cause I don't think the jets are going to score. And I really do think that, the Jets are going to be able to like contain, especially without Tank. You know, I, I don't think yeah. you can underestimate that. They've got a really strong connection. So I take the under. I think the Texans will win just because they're in better shape right now, much better shape relatively. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think the Jets are going to make it tough for them. So I'm going to take the Texans minus three and a half. I do think they win this one, uh, even like you said, without Tank Dell. I think what they have going on offense is, you know, really good. CJ Stroud's playing like a, a three, four-year veteran already in his rookie season. Uh, they continue to win games, uh, but I like the over. I think 33 and a half is low. 
Um, I think we're a little spooked when we watch Patriots games and thinks that NFL and we think that NFL offenses can't score points. Maybe. Uh, but they in fact <laughs> do. Yeah, it's literally it's trauma. And uh, so I know I know the Jets defense is good. They were they were really good to start. They've fallen off a little bit here and there. Um, all of a sudden they're pretty good sometimes. But like at the end of the day, when you continue to lose games and you know running through the quarterbacks and things like that, it's hard to, for you to, as, a, as a defense to get up every week. So. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I think that the Texans score points, and I think Zach Wilson might throw a couple on the board as well. So uh, I like the Texans minus three and a half, but I do like the over 33 and a half in this one. You can get all of those. Yes. And I was just saying, to your point, they I wanted to check their schedule again. They it, So they lost 13 to eight to the Falcons, where you're not going to expect them to score a lot. But to your point, they did lose to high-powered offenses in the Bills and Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, but they allowed 30 points in both yeah. those games. So, yeah, like there has been a bit of a skid, you know, you, you lost to the Falcons. Still, right. So, yeah. It's well, yeah. And again, when, you know, when you do play your butts off, you know, game after game and you keep losing, like, that's why I'm thinking about it now, thinking about the game we just talked about, Pat Steelers, like how much, how many more games can the Patriots defense just go balls to the wall, let up 10, 10 points, 10 points, six points, and just get sick and tired of it and be like, well, we're doing our job, like F it, like I don't care anymore type thing and just kind of let up a 30 burger. So, and one thing though, and now we're kind of getting into other stuff, right. but like with with Belichick and Saul, like I feel like players were more vocally upset with the Jets. And with the Patriots, obviously, you got Gotcha being like, yeah, it sucks. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But Peppers has been adamant that like yeah. Bill Belichick is not the reason they're losing these games. And I don't think, at least, you know, I'm not locked in on Jets media, but I haven't heard people really stand up for Salah in that That's way. True. So, you know, while we have all these conversations about whether or not Bill can going to be back next season, there's plenty of reasons that you could argue he shouldn't and won't. But at the same time, I don't. it doesn't sound at least like he's lost the locker room. It just That's feels fair. like they understand injuries have really put them in a bad spot and also that their offense, like everybody can see it. They're completely incompetent. Right. And it's like, you can't really expect your coaches to be doing much more when, you know, and Adrian Clem's gone. Like there's so many things going on with new England. This is so tangent. Maybe we clip this and you yeah, know, right. <laughs> plug yeah. this. it's like, it's its own thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like with the jets, it's not really the same. There's not a lot of good vibes coming out of that locker room. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think there is, there's some, there's some weird things that again, the Wilson thing, the, the, the Sala thing, you know, texting somebody and saying that, you know, look at these teams without a quarterback. Like it, it is odd. It's weird. A little bit of locker room lost. Um, so again, maybe the defense does let up a little bit and let up some points. And that's kind of where my head's at. And that's why I like they're over 33 and a half. Uh, you can get that number at FanDuel. Um, speaking of FanDuel, we're going to quickly take a look and listen at our sponsors over at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action NFL. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including you got spreads, you got your player props, you got over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Uh, we're heading over to the NFC now. Uh, Lions minus the total is 43 and a half. Um, the reason I picked this game, Taylor, when looking through the slate is because, uh, uh, frankly, take a look at the Chicago Bears because 
you, you look at the Patriots, and I'm trying to relate it back to the Patriots here because we are on Patriots press pass, and we do mainly cover the Patriots. Uh, they are in the conversation for the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, and so are the Chicago Bears because they have the Carolina Panthers pick. Panthers currently hold the number one overall pick. Uh, long story short, my eyes are all over Justin Fields every single week here to see if Chicago thinks that he is, in fact, their franchise quarterback, see how he plays. If they do land the number one pick through Carolina, maybe they, uh, you know, trade back and, you know, maybe the Patriots can get up to one and take their quarterback, or maybe they pick Marvin Harrison and then Patriots sitting at two, they get their pick of the litter, yada, yada, yada. That's why my eyes are on the Chicago Bears. They're taking on the Detroit Lions, who are one of the best teams in the NFC this year. Uh, they look really, you know, solid. Jared Goff. Jared Goff's been up and down the last couple of weeks, but uh, overall that team kind of continues to just grab some wins here. And so they're three-point favorites on the road. A small number for, you know, one of the better teams in the NFC versus the the Bears, who uh, are, you know, very much continuing to rebuild. So 43.5 total. Finally, we get to talk about a total in the 40s. Two teams that do, in fact, score points in the NFL. Uh, so, what do you make of Lions versus Bears, and who do you think wins it? I, I I'm just gonna say Bears because I'm kind of just trying to manifest this as well. Because also, right. I feel like I've seen a lot of breakdowns from the Lions defense lately. They yeah. haven't really been, you know, as sturdy as I expected them to be. And the Bears are the perfect kind of team where they're just – they have so much explosiveness that even when they're not doing well for stretches, all it takes is one play for Justin Fields to break out into space or DJ Moore to take a screen like 70 yards for a touchdown. And I feel like this is the kind of Lions defense that could light up some of those plays. Now, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not super familiar with the Bears defense. Right. Uh, and obviously the Lions are pretty hyper-efficient, but they've also made a lot of mistakes and shot themselves in the foot. So I'll go with the frisky pick. And I'll go with the Bears. Um, do I think this is going to be high scoring? I can see it being like modest. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see fireworks, but you know, I, I think it's. I, I don't think it's going to be a slog. So I'm looking at the Lions and the Bears last matchup, which was just three weeks ago, I believe, and the Lions did win, 31-26. Um, Jared Goff mm. threw three interceptions in that game, um, so it did go way <laughs> over the total. Um, Different environment, obviously, you're in Chicago versus in the Dome in Detroit this week. Um, but I do Could think – higher scoring, actually. So, all right, I'll, I'll change. I'll go to the over. I'll yeah, over. I, I think I like over 43 and a half. Um, but I do think the Lions end up pulling it out. They're playing for more at this point. Bears are playing for less. Lions playing for, you know, seating and things like that. And, uh, yeah, the Bears, I mean, again, it's – yeah, you look and want to see if you have something in Justin Fields, but – they're not really on the uh, on the outskirts of the playoffs or anything like that. So uh, easy one for me. I'm taking the Lions minus three, and I'm taking the over. Uh, let's go back to the AFC, the AFC East. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs minus one and a half favorites uh, at home, according to FanDuel. The total is 48 and a half. Man, that Chiefs offense does not look like the same offense at all uh, without uh, our good friend Eric Bieniemy there. Uh, who I said should be the Patriots' next head coach. If you go back and watch Pat Staley's mailbag with myself and Taylor the other day. Um, Matt Nagy running their offense now. He It just doesn't look the same. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, and he still you know makes great plays, and he's he's one of the he's still the best quarterback in football, but uh, they're not scoring points. They're, they're lacking in the wide receiver department. Travis Kelsey doesn't look like himself. That defense is lethal, uh, but they're just not getting it done. Uh, and now the Bills come in. Bills, I believe, coming off a two-game win streak. They just had a bye last week, and they've won their last two. J 
Josh Allen looks to be better after they uh, fired Ken Dorsey and allowed Joe Brady to take over the offense. Um, I'm going to say it right now. I think this one is going to be high scoring. Uh, these Bills Chiefs games are always electric at Arrowhead. So I'm immediately going to take the over 48 and a half. Um, but the spread is interesting to me. I don't know who's going to pull it out. Both teams kind of coming in at different uh, different points in their season. So, Taylor, I'm going to defer to you. Who do you think wins between the Bills and the Chiefs this weekend at Arrowhead? I don't know, man. This is tough. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, like, I want to say over because I feel like you're not going to be able to contain Josh Allen because he usually shows up for games like this. And while I wouldn't want to predict that the Chiefs score a lot of points, I feel like Mahomes is just going to will them. Now, that being said, we've seen Mahomes will them to victories, and it didn't work because his receivers didn't let it happen, and they let him down, including Travis Kelsey. So it's a weird one. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills, like, if it's kind of a little back and forth, and then the Bills, like, get the upper hand and then just kind of steamroll them. Yeah. But led team so you never think that that's really something that can happen and the Chiefs defense is very good and I think their pressure schemes could really uh get to Josh Allen and make things uncomfortable for him so this is really tough man I I, I feel like I could be dead wrong on this but uh I'll go Bills okay. and I will honestly I'll go under I'll go under for this I'll go under. all right um kind of... Taylor's on the under I'm on the over uh he's on the Bills I'm on the Chiefs I just love Pat Mahomes. I just have a hard time. I do too. Him. It's yeah, just the receivers. Like, if you I had know. like two guys I trusted, I'd be like, yeah, they're probably going to pull this out. But after the last game, we're just all those drops and big moments. Like yeah. I just I can't bet on these guys. No, I'm with you. I don't, I don't blame you. I just have a, I just have a knack for, for not betting against Pat Mahomes, but that's just me. And that's why, uh, that's fair. why we're that's here fair. to, uh, to, to talk it out and talk it through. And you, you know, you might change my mind. Maybe I'll pick the bills by the time. Uh, Sunday afternoon rolls around. Uh, speaking of Sunday afternoon into Sunday night, we're going to get to two primetime matchups, Sunday night football and Monday night football. But before we do that, let's take a look and a listen to our friends over at SeatGeek. I've been looking for the best deal on Celtics tickets. And with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports festivals, and more. With the NFL, NBA, and NHL seasons in full swing, you don't want to miss out. SeatGeek has your tickets to every game. Plus, artists like Travis Scott are on tour. They put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. Each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good and red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. So as you know, I always come through for you guys. You can use my code DREAMERSPRO for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code DREAMERSPRO. Make sure you check the link in the description to download the app. All right, Sunday night football, Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys minus three and a half point favorites, according to FanDuel. Uh, Eagles finally got their, uh, finally got beat last week against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Niners come across the country and beat them at the link. Um, your friend over at uh, NFL Media, I don't know if you know him, I don't know what your, what your thoughts are on David Carr, but uh, the brother of Derek said the other day that Jalen Hurts, who is banged up, he said that Jalen Hurts should be benched for Marcus Mariota. Before we get into the game, I want to get your thoughts on what David Carr from NFL Network had to say on Jalen Hurts. First, I do not know that man. <laughs> okay. 
I have no association. Second, that's a dumb take. Like <laughs> that's just your sitting in a production meeting being like, all right, we need somebody with a different yeah. opinion, maybe something spicy. And he's like, Yeah, I'll be the punching bag. I I swear half his job at that network is just to say outlandish things and just have Twitter blast him, but he gets paid yep. good money for it. So good for him. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, oh my god, <laughs> I saw the Eagles. Uh, yeah. how do we know what Hertz is actually dealing with right now? I'm not sure, don't know. Um, well, regardless, the Cowboys are rolling right now, and yeah. I feel like this is the kind of perfect situation for them to just keep proving, especially Dak, that you know they beat up on some bad teams, but this is a good chance to keep proving that, like, no, he's playing at an MVP type level. Um, and against an ailing Jalen Hurts, like, you don't like to bet against the Eagles, they're just so talented, but I also just think the Cowboys are a very well built team, top to bottom. Uh, and I think it could end up being a shootout. I'm not sure with the weaponry that the Eagles have, yeah. you're not going to count them out, but I would see. You know, I take the over, and I would say that the Cowboys are probably going to be the ones to pull it out. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, finally, in the fifties here with the total fifty-one and a half, so we crept up the entire the entire show. We're in the thirties and the forties. Now we have one that's fifty-one and a half. Uh, two high-powered, high-flying offenses. Uh, I like the over here too. I like to obviously root for points in this game anyway. But uh, you know, two great offenses. Dak playing like an MVP. The Eagles in a bounce-back spot after you know not getting themselves going last week. Um, Man, though, I don't know about the spread. Three and a half points. I think I'm going to – I think I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles can win. Um, and if they don't, I think they keep it within a field goal game. So I'm going to take the Eagles. That's, that's probably smarter, honestly. That's probably smarter. That's <laughs> why we're here. We'll talk about take two sides. But we both like the over 51 and a half because uh, we're going to root for points on Sunday Night Football. Uh, let's mm-hmm. go to Sunday Night Football before we finish up here. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, hosting the Tennessee Titans, Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins' Tennessee Titans. Uh, <laughs> uh, two touchdown favorite, minus 13 and a half. The total is 46 and a half. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are rolling. Mike McDaniel has that offense flying into December. The last couple seasons uh, with Tua there, you know, they started hot. He would get hurt. They'd fizzle out. They'd be close to the playoffs, whatever. Uh, not this year. It's December, and they're still scoring 45 points a game. Not not a game, literally, but last week they put up 45. They're always, you know, they're always up there. Tyreek Hill looks like an MVP candidate. That guy's a monster. That offense is flying. The defense, pretty good, too. Uh, the Titans uh, just fired their special teams coordinator this week after two punts were blocked uh, in their loss to the Colts last weekend. Will Levis kind of getting his feet under him there. Mike Vrabel, don't know if he's going to be there. Don't know if he's a Patriots head coach candidate next season. We'll see how that all plays out. Uh, over the next month and a half or so. But for now, Monday Night Football, Titans at Dolphins, Dolphins heavy favorites. Taylor Kyles, what do you make of the matchup? And who wins it? Do the Dolphins cover 13 and a half points? I think theoretically, Will Levis is like unhinged enough to keep this close just because he's going to take some crazy shots and, yeah. you know, Hopkins is talented enough to come down with them. But the Dolphins defense has really figured it out and they're really rolling. And I think that their passing game, the way it works and how quick it is, can kind of nullify the Titans defensive front, which is the strength of that team. So I think the Dolphins, this is a steamroll kind of game. Like I I want to say that Will Levis, you know, has a couple big plays that keep things competitive early, but I just think that the Dolphins are going to seize momentum and not let it go. Yeah. Um, I, I'm with the the first point you said that I think the Titans can keep it close. And I know we did this a couple weeks ago where it was like a 20 point spread with the Cowboys and giants. And you were like, well, it's the NFL. They keep it close. And I was like, I don't know. And then I was right that time. But I think that, 
this time you're going to be right in that. Will Levis can keep it close. It is an NFL football game. I don't see the Dolphins winning by 14, even though they are rolling. Um, I just like kind of what he does on offense. And like you said, can be unhinged enough to keep it close. So uh, I like the Titans with the points. 46 and a half. I think I like the over. Uh, this is an over show for me. But I mean, with the Dolphins scoring 45 last week, uh, I think they keep their stuff rolling. I don't think they get that high, but um, I do think they'll score enough. And I think the Titans keep it close. So uh, in saying that, I like the Titans plus 13 and a half. And I like the over 46 and a half in this one. That's going to do it for us here on Patriots Press Pass for week 14. Uh, make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash Boston uh, to get your bonus bets. They'll give you a sign-on bonus if you go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Uh, he's Taylor Kyles at TKyles39 on Twitter. Read all of his stuff, analysis, things like that at CLNSmedia.com. Uh, one of the best in the biz of a film study and telling you like it is about the Patriots and uh, where they are in this season. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Cadlick. Read my stuff at WEI.com. Uh, for Taylor, I'm Mike. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, and uh, thanks for watching. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-877. 770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE NY or text Hope NY in New York.